Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. Apparently I cannot stay away from y'all because technically episode 100 was supposed to be the end of season one. However, I keep getting drawn back to you. (laughs) How are y'all doing? I am your host Teresa Reese and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry and it is entitled He's Speaking. Here we go. He's whispering to me the sweet things of life. He wants me to grab hold of his vision. He's erasing my pain of misery and strife and he hopes that I'm paying attention. He's speaking softly. I can barely hear him, but he's loving me to depths never mentioned. He's holding my hand as I glide through the night through all of these different dimensions. He's offering me joy and serenity, relaxing my mind. He's my solution. He says, Don't you worry. His concern comforts me. He's holding me close to his heart of protection. He's unraveling my mess. He spoke peace be still to it. He's speaking to my situation. I hope that y'all, excuse me, have had the most amazing day. Today is May the 5th of 2021. So I do hope that y'all are well. I know for me, my day is just now getting started. So y'all pray my strength in the Lord, okay? (laughs) So I don't know why I'm, well, I know why I just woke up. Okay, so here we go. (laughs) Anyhow, um, I want y'all to take a journey with me for a moment. Think back on when you were just a little child. Did you have any imaginary friends? You know, the kind of friend that would attend your tea party when all of your other friends couldn't come out and play? Or the kind of friend that would play with you with your Hot Wheels? Also, when your best friend was grounded because he didn't complete his homework on time? Or were you you the type of friend Or were you the type of kid who loved to play alone? No imaginary friends were necessary. You were simply satisfied with your own company. And you could play alone for hours uninterrupted. Or were you the kind of child who every time your mother tried to find you, you were playing hide and seek. But you never mentioned that part to her simply because of the joy you felt once you were found. So many of us have memories of our childhoods that are ingrained within the fiber of our being. But what about those children who were bullied as if it were a full-time sport? I personally have so many memories of being bullied as a child. There was this one guy who nicknamed me Ovalhead. And every time I would come outside to play, 
He would wait for the other kids to gather around. And once he had their undivided attention, he would chant, Overhead, overhead. I guess it was meant to run me off. Huh. But it never did. In fact, it did quite the opposite. It became my fuel to be in his presence even more. Then one day, I mustered up the courage to tell him, you know what? I guess you never realized that calling me Ovalhead was a compliment because it turns out that a lot of supermodels have oval-shaped heads. Where y'all think I got that from? My mother said it to me. <laughs> when I went and told her that this little boy would not stop calling me Ovalhead. Huh. Then I walked off from him with my head held high. You would have thought that I was auditioning for a runway. Sashay. And I shared this with you because I realized that whether you experienced a pleasant childhood or one with many valleys, the fact remains that if you survived your childhood with or without friends, you can also survive your adulthood life with or without the same. See, a lot of times we don't think about that. We feel as if certain situations are impossible to overcome because it's been ingrained in us as a child that this is the way it's supposed to be. But so much weight is placed on friendships throughout the course of our lives to the point that when a few of them fall by the wayside along the way, we aren't quite sure how to handle it. Well, can I be raw with you? You know, the acronym here on this podcast, Real and Wise. This is my PSA announcement. Honey, sir, you will survive. However, if you must have an ultimate ride or die friend in your life, why don't you start with self? Why don't you become your very best friend? The one that you confide in when the going gets tough. The one that you confide in when everything is grand in your life. The one that you confide in when there are major decisions to be made. Why don't you start with self? Now there are some people, not all, but there are some people that believe what a friend we have in Jesus. If you are one of those people, find your friend in him but we've been so conditioned to believe that we have to have so many friends and the truth of the matter is we most likely have more frenemies than we do friends because friends are going to be there for you no matter what happens in your life good bad ugly or indifferent friends are the ones that aren't fair weather friends. They are friends for life. True friends are there for you no matter what. But we get so caught up in friendship sometimes. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my friend. 
But are they though? And are you a friend to them? Because sometimes it's one thing for you to expect someone to be your friend, but are you truly a friend to them? I've seen scenarios where there has been a person who really was a friend. We're going to call the first person X and the second person Y. So X was a friend to Y. But then when the tables were turned, Y was nowhere to be found. I even have a poem called Fake Friends. And I speak to that because X would do anything, would move mountains for Y. But Y was never anywhere to be found any time that X needed Y. And it became the pattern of their relationship to where Y, that was one person that X could not count on. But if you asked X about Y, oh, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend. But if you asked Y about X, I know them. Yeah, I hang out with them sometimes. Yeah, they all right. Not once mentioning them as their friend. So we must be careful because just like we just spew out the words, I love you to people without them ever earning your love. We should also be mindful that we do that sometimes with friendships. We're quick to label a person a friend who has never, ever proven to be just that. So become your own best friend, because by doing so, in my opinion, you help to set the foundation of friendships to come. Be encouraged. So I am going to include this portion of my episode on today. However, y'all know how I do it. I must. (laughs) Not only that is my favorite part of the episodes (laughs) is to read a letter to my future hubby. So, it is dated May the 5th of 2021. And here we go. (laughs) Dear future hubby, early in the wee hours of the morning, I ran across a journal insert that I wrote on September the 12th of 2019. Those were some of the darkest times of my natural born life. I wrote in the corner a scripture, Isaiah 57, Verse 13b, it reads, But the man who makes his refuge will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. I'm not sure exactly why I wrote that scripture down. Maybe it was the very first scripture I wrote down because it was where my finger landed while I was seeking God for answers. Y'all know how we do. Lord, I need to hear a word from you. Whatever scripture I open up, when I open up, open whatever scripture that I open up to when I open up my Bible, that must mean you're talking to me. That's what you're saying to me. So nine times out of ten, that's what was happening here. However, I don't believe my finding this journal insert was by accident either. You see, I've been diligently seeking the face of God for answers during this season of my life for clarity and for his guidance. However, maybe I stumbled on this journal insert as a reminder from God that just as he was with me in the valley of the shadow of death during that dark season of my life, that he is with me now. 
isn't it crazy how we can believe that whenever God is silent and doesn't answer us right away, our first reaction tends to be that we feel as if he has abandoned us. But why is that? He's not man that he should lie. His promises to never leave us or forsake us, they stand true to this day. However, maybe one of the reasons why he becomes silent is because it causes us to seek him more diligently. Or at least in my case, because I am determined to hear his voice. I've learned through trial and error that the last thing I ever want to do is move without God. Moving can mean various things for different people. However, for me, I need him to order my steps. I seek the peace that surpasses all understanding and I will stand still on his promises until I hear where to move and when to move next. Just like a daughter who needs her father's blessings, this is how I am when it comes to my Abba Father. I need him to breathe on me. And because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my God is concerned about the things that concern me, notice how I made that plural, honey. Not just a thing that concerns you. He is concerned about the things that concern you. So you can lay your burdens down. He can handle it. I will wait for his holy response to my questions, no matter how long it takes. What questions are you waiting for God to answer for you? Whatever they are, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And I believe that you will reap a blessed reward. So be encouraged. We are in this together, although we are currently apart from one another. I love you, love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing day, morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.